Welcome to the You Just Run podcast. Here's your host, Ashish Sabu. Hello, friends. We are back with another episode of You Just Run podcast. This is episode number six. And I am so happy to have Mr. Amarjeet Singh Chawla from Mumbai, India with us today, who is just 64 years young. And he has done a fabulous, fabulous uh, job in the whole running, tracking, swimming field. He is completely blind, but that hasn't stopped his vision from imagining and conquering heights, which even a perfectly able-bodied people, person even like me, can even fathom. He has done hundreds of marathons. He has done multiple swimming events. He has scaled peaks of mountains, which uh, we can even think of. uh, And a lot of other things he is doing, not only in terms of uh, just the endurance sports, but also giving back to community at large and particularly for the needs of uh, blind people in the country in raising funds and things like that. So without further ado, I would like to welcome Amarji Singh. Amarji Singh Ji, thank you for being on the show. Good How evening. are you doing today? Good evening. I'm, I'm honored to be on your show. Thank you so much. So uh, I would just straight jump into this. How how did you get started in running and endurance sports, which uh, a lot of uh, people don't even think of, even when they are able to see and function properly. And I I see that at the age of 13, you you lost your vision, which was very early. And then I think you started in mid 40s in running. So what inspired you to take on running? Sir, as you told that I started losing my vision at the age of 13. And I was in the total darkness at the age of 40. So at the age of 48, I thought of doing something because according to my thinking, people come to this world and go away. So I thought of doing something so that people can remember me after me also. At the age of 48, in 2004, I ran my first dream run, the 8th standard chartered Mumbai marathon. It was 7 kilometers. So after that, I thought by I should continue. <coughs> Sorry. So in the same year, I did 12.5 kilometers also. And I was, you can say, addicted to running. Since then, I have run 206 certified runs. Out of it, 130 are half marathon, 70 are 10 kilometer runs, 5 ultra marathons, and 1 intercity super ultra Mumbai to Pune 160 kilometers. And I'm the only visually impaired person to have done this. Wow, that is that is a lot of uh, running. So, when you first thought of running, how how did you get started? Uh, was there some special training you had to undergo? Uh, were you uh, into sports or running uh, before that, uh, which made your body uh, suitable for running? Because a lot of people, when they feel uh, they have to start running, they look at all these distances and say, "I can never do it." So I was not into sports actually. Not only running, but I was not into sports. At the age of 48, I received a message on my mobile 
run to raise funds for the blind. So how do I run and how do I raise the funds? I went to NAB office, that is National Association for the Blind. Okay. Went there and asked them what is this. So they told me if you run the marathon with our banner, you will be able to raise funds for the blind people who are needy. So what is the marathon? I was not aware. I asked them what is this thing. They told long distance running is called marathon. Long distance means what? They told right. me full marathon is 42 kilometers. Since I was not into sports and running, I nodded my head no. They told half marathon 21 kilometers. Again, it was no. Then they told me you can just try 7 kilometers, that is dream run. So I thought of doing that. And I registered myself for that. And I was provided with her score by Standard Chartered Bank. So we were under the training sessions for five days. And on the day of marathon, when I started, I prayed to the Almighty. Hey Bhagwan, it is my first run. Help me in completing my 70 meters. And when we were about say about three or four kilometers away from the start line, my thought asked me, have you come across the road couple days? I told you, he is a great cricketer. So I was told that he is coming towards me. And let me tell you, when we run, the visually impaired people, either we hold our hands or we hold the stick. So, right. when we were in the conversation, during that time, couple days came and asked, can I? So my escort handed my stick to couple days. And I was escorted by Kapilde for say, about 200 to 250 meters. So that was the thing which inspired me and motivated me. In my very first attempt, if a great cricketer like Kapilde is coming to help me out to run, so why not continue? So that was my starting point and that was my inspiration, you can say. That kept me going and still I am running. And I'm 64 years and I don't know how long I will be running. Well, you will definitely be running uh, up to 100 years and more. I mean, we have Mr. Foja Singh's example, right? Yeah. So definitely, I, I wish you all the best and success. Uh, and hopefully you can keep inspiring us for decades to come. And that is a great example you have given that even uh, in your first uh, race, you, you were escorted by uh, Kapil Paji. And yes. uh, that that is definitely something and that would have definitely boosted your morale up. So when you are preparing for marathons I and mean, people generally uh, go out and do uh, different runs every day, they do, uh, you know, other cross training exercises, things like that. How do you manage all that uh, due to uh, this vision impairment? In my initial years, you can say, it was very difficult to for the escort for my running. Then I was not able to get the escort for my event. So how do I get them for the practice and training? Right. So I started training at home. I do the sport jogging. I do pranayam. I do some asanas, yoga. That is my only training session. And when I go to the uh, go out for the events, I ask my escort. Let us be together for at least 
two to three kilometers so that we can be in synchronization. That is the only thing from day one till now. I have been escorted by 118 escorts, and you can just imagine a visually impaired person running with a new escort. Tuning is the main thing. Many a times when I run with the new escort, my pace is very less. We have to cross the potholes, speed breakers. There are many fellow runners who come and dash into me. Many a times I have fallen down, I bruised my knees, I strained my ankles. But even then, I get up and start running again because I have to finish my event. And once I finish my event, I get ready for the next event. In the initial year, I was having great problems in getting my escort. Now, by the grace of God, since people know me very well, so I get the escort. They come, sir, I want to escort you. The many escorts, because I have run all over India from Chandigarh to Chennai and Surat to Kolkata. I have run in 13 states and 28 cities of India. So many a times it is it happens such that I have I have been provided with escorts in the events. So I don't have the tuning with them. So I have to be slow, yeah. but natural because if I start easy and finish easy, so I think that is the main thing which I keep in mind so that I can complete my event without injury, injury free. Because if I try to do fast running, maybe that I can fall down, I can fail my ankle or something of that sort. In order to avoid the injuries, Definitely. So uh, you are you are so correct. When we are running, we have our natural pace, and every time it seems like you have to adjust the pace depending on who the escort is. So that that can be challenging at times. But again, as you said, our road conditions and other things are sometimes treacherous. Uh, so you have to have an escort all the time so that uh, you avoid a lot of uh, these things and still you uh, you can get hit by a runner or a pothole or things like that so salute to your uh, resilience on that that you are still able to continue uh, doing doing something like that so uh, tell us uh, tell us about uh, how how do other fellow runners uh, feel do you have a lot of other uh, fellow blind runners who uh, who are running with you these days or it's still uh, only a very few people like you out there because I haven't really come across many people uh, like you who are running these great distances. Uh, I feel very happy to tell you in many of the marathons I am the only visually impaired person running. If you have come across standard chartered Mumbai marathon which is Tata Mumbai marathon nowadays. Right. Thousands people run there, but when I am running half marathon, as I have been told, I am the only visually impaired person running half marathon. Sometimes there are a couple of other blind runners also, but most of the time I am the only visually impaired person running. So it makes me very unhappy. I try to, you can say, make the awareness why don't these people come out? So mm. what happens? You know, the visually impaired people, they have a thing in their mind. What will we get? 
So I tell them you do you will not get anything, but you will have to make the registration from your own pocket. You will have to bear all the expenditures. But nowadays there are many marathon organizers who have been waiving off my entry fees, that is registration fees for myself and my. But again, still people will have to do something to make this not only visually impaired. Differently able people will have to come out. They will have to do something if they want to be on the path of the world. Right, and um, uh, you are right. I think differently able people are somewhat hesitant, and uh, even the the race organizers have to do their part in terms of providing uh, discounted or maybe uh, free entries uh, instead of charging a registration fee and things like that, so that these people can come out. And explore a little bit more, and kind of shatter those boundaries which they are probably putting themselves into right now, because of those limitations. And people like you can be the brand ambassador for that. So, so really, um, really very inspiring there. Now, uh, go ahead, please. As you know, when we when we are running in our own city, that is the only registration we can take. But when we are going. About other cities, so transportation, traveling, lodging, boarding. There are many expenditures we, which we have to bear. So if the organizers make the provision of doing all these expenditures for their marathon, so men, I think, I'm not sure, but I think many of the differently able people will come out because main thing is finance. Definitely, definitely, money, and as you said, uh, traveling somewhere else. Like uh, I am from Indore, so coming to Mumbai Marathon, uh, I know how difficult it is making travel arrangements, hotels, things like that. It takes a lot of planning and and effort. So, definitely, uh, some of the bigger marathon organizers should try and uh, do do something like that. Bigger ones are more rigid, you can say. The small organizers are even then flexible. Right. So, definitely, the this would be a good platform to pass that now message uh, message to all of them. Uh, now, switching gears, uh, you you are not only into uh, doing all these running uh, events, but you have also done a lot of tracking, and I would. Uh, Imagine uh, tracking is going to be a lot more uh, difficult than running on, say, straight roads. So, tell us a little bit about your tracking. How did you get started, and how you continue to scale new peaks? Uh, one of the peaks you scaled was like nineteen, eighteen thousand uh, feet, I think. Nineteen thousand feet. Right. So, uh, can you talk to us a little bit about that? Yeah. As I told you, when I was 48 years old, in the year 2004, that was a turning point of my life because I started running in that year in the month of February, and in the month of May, I thought of doing something different other than running. So I got the chance to go to Himachal. I registered myself for Thar Pass, that is from Kasol. Himachal Pradesh. I went there. I was provided with a local boy who was given to a tracker himself. So climbing the mountains 
running the marathon on the normal road and climbing the mountain is totally different because here if you slip down if you topple down you will only bruise your knees sprain your ankles but if you topple down on the mountain maybe that that you can break your legs break your head and maybe that you are no more so by the grace of god my first event that was sarpal the height was 13800 feet and i successfully completed that and again i let you know that i was so much excited that i continued my trekking and i thought of doing something more something bigger from 2004 to 2009 i did 11 treks in himalayas and sahidri that is in maharashtra and in 2009 i thought i thought of doing something big i registered myself with ministry of external affairs for kalash monster so i underwent a medical test which they operated i passed the medical test and i was asked you can't see and how will you climb the mountain i told them i climbed the mountain before also they told you have done only 16000 17000 feet but now you are going to the height of 19000 plus i told them my almighty is with me and i let you know when i started i was allotted three jawans by itbp that is indo tibetan border police they were escorting me throughout up to the lipulek pass that is the border of tibet and china and i was handed over to the chinese authorities on lipulek pass and i there i was escorted by two pla jawans that is people liberation army of china and that was the main thing and wow. i think the territory of tibet china that was more rigid, more secure because the main height because lipulek pass that is on 16600 feet and the main dorma pass which i wanted to scale that was 19830 feet that was in time we started from bharkhen slowly 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 we went up to derapur and then we went to dongger gorge and i was told we will have to carry this oxygen cylinder i told them okay i carried my oxygen cylinder but i did not use it because okay. i had a thought in my mind i will do it and i will do it without oxygen by the grace of god i scaled the dolma pass 19832 but when i was coming down i was very cautious because because when we are going uphill if you topple down you can go and hit the mountain but when you are coming down and if you topple down you are nowhere because you will be in the valley only so i was very cautious my thoughts were very cautious but again i thank almighty for the grace of god i completed my trek and i let you know once again very proudly that till now no other resilient type person in the world has done that yeah that is uh, that is just amazing almost 20000 feet and doing it without oxygen uh, not not a lot of uh, 
able people have been able to do that so uh, salute to uh, your spirit um, doing that uh, and you continue to uh, do tracking even now no. is that correct no no because i again you made the escorts who are very expert in climbing mountains right and when you go for the trekking you are out on the mountains for many days and minimum days are 10 to 13 to 15 days because right. when i was in dolma pass it took me 24 days so getting the escorts for say about 10 to 15 days is very difficult and again the financial aspect the expenditures are very big so i thought of discontinuing it that was the thing which i wanted to do but again if i get the opportunity and i'll get the sponsorship and i promise you that i'll be on the top of the world that is mount everest wow definitely we will uh, we wish you all the best for that and talking about the uh, financial aspect and uh, let's switch uh, gears for a little bit uh, how how uh, how do you make your living i mean uh, doing all these uh, races across uh, india itself is going to drain a lot of money from you if yeah. the sponsor if there are no sponsors so what do you do for uh, your living uh, chawla ji for my livelihood my wife is an insurance agent and i work with her and when we are out so i try to convince the people that if you help me in getting the insurance and policy so that will make me go more and more ahead but again when people meet me they promise me but when they are away they forget their promises but by the grace of god again i will tell you it makes me very happy for us about 18 months i was having a sponsor and i was given all the expenditures by that sponsor uh, throughout india wherever i went my events were covered by him okay so you <coughs> uh, you said uh, you do you still have the sponsor or it was um, earlier it was for 18 months or oh, 18 months 17 because i announced my targets for my half marathon right first target was 101 half marathons which i hit on 20th of january 2019 2019 i hit my first target and that sponsorship was up to my 101st half marathon okay and after that when i was surrounded by the media people they asked me what is your next target so i announced my next target 125 half marathon again in tata mumbai marathon this year that is 2020 19th of january i hit my 125 half marathon okay all right so now let me ask you what is your next target i mean you are doing some virtual runs these days i think because of the covid situation uh, but do you have a new target for yourself No, again i let you know i announced my target of 151 half marathon which i wanted to hit in the month of january again in 2021 but, okay but this, since this covid pandemic all the outdoor marathons have stopped and i 
Oh, that is uh, a lot of running, and uh, yeah, hopefully the, after the coronavirus situation, we all can go back to outdoors running because I think that is one of the things a lot of people enjoy being out in the nature and running and having some fresh air instead of just uh, running virtually inside your inside your home. Uh, talking about air, you have also done skydiving and paragliding. Skydiving. it is paramotoring paramotoring okay yeah. so so tell us a little bit about paramotoring and how did you get into that and what is that experience like again i'm sure you would need uh, uh, additional help or some escorts as you said so can you uh, tell us a little bit about that which you did in uh, in february to uh, 2020 yeah 2020 yeah the, a couple uh, a few months ago months ago yeah before the uh, uh, corona pandemic so exactly so what is paramotoring first i asked my daughter to google out what is this thing so it is a very small aircraft carried by a parachute and it has a small motor in it so you are in the sky open to the space If you are in the aeroplane, you are enclosed in the plane. But if you are doing paramotoring, you mm-hmm. are on a seat harness, and the parachute is above you, and the motor drives you. So when I went there and uh, I inquired about that, they told me we can go up to 500 feet only. Okay. So I told them, let us try. So I was having an escort. He was sitting behind me because the directions were to be controlled by the escort. Yeah. He was a professional pilot. So when we were out, when we started, so when we were say about finding finding and fifty feet, the pilot told me now we are on the highest peak, the highest height. I told him, let us go up, let us go up. Then they said. I took him to about thousand feet, and we were back, and we covered approximately ten kilometers, and the height gain was thousand feet, and it was so great to be in the sky, in the open sky, you can say, but you were on the, you were fastened into the seat harness. I was not flying, but I was flying because motor was pushing me. And the parachute, parachute was dragging me. So the winds coming and hitting me in the front. You can say you you can't explain it in the words. It was out of the world. Amazing, amazing experience. I mean, the way you are describing, I'm feeling myself that uh, wind in my hair. So I can uh, just imagine what that experience would have been like. So. again that is uh, that is something uh, which uh, 
normally able people like me can't fathom. So again, uh, congratulations and uh, salute, uh, salute on that. So uh, Amarjit Singh ji and a lot of people uh, don't even run when they they have all the facilities and things like that. And uh, there is a big uh, not pandemic, but I would say health epidemic in India and across the world with obesity, with lifestyle related diseases, because people can't find time to exercise and there's too much stress. So what do you want to tell those people uh, how, how they can start? What should they do? Nothing. Because first thing, they have to put in their mind that I have to do something. If they have some goals in their mind, then only they will start. And when once they start, they should have the willpower in themselves. They will pull them. And not only willpower, the Almighty, the powers showered by the Almighty. You can say that if the people have the willpower, they can do anything they want. And if they don't come out, if they don't set the goals for themselves, they will not come out, they will not do anything. Definitely. And you are a living, breeding example of uh, basically setting a goal and having the determination to do it. So you are an example uh, that visually impaired people are no less than normal people. So if you can do it and at uh, the age of 64, you are continuing to do that then there is no reason for anybody else not to be able to take that uh, first step and and start doing it so uh, in your uh, further journey uh, how can people help you uh, achieve your goals uh, financially uh, do you have any kind of uh, organization you work with is there a, a charity people can uh, work with or donate to, to help your running cause and uh, and you are uh, giving back in general? No, I don't have any organization as such. But if people wish to help me out, they can help me in their own way. Because there are, if you want, you can think many ways. They have their own ways to help out. If they want, they can use me in their product advertising, if they want, they can sponsor my run. As I was uh, sponsored by, uh, by a sponsor for say, about 18 months, mm -hmm. accordingly, if I get the sponsorship, and if I get the enough finance help, so I think that I will be able to hit my goals very easily because it is not only my expenditure, because I have to Spend for my escorts also. If I go to Chandigarh, if I go to Indore, if I want to go to Bangalore, I need that expenditure for two people. Actually, right. for two people. So if people come ahead, if they want, I can be the model for their product also. If they want, they can sponsor my one run or any n number of runs they can sponsor me. Definitely. I think uh, that is uh, a great uh, summary of how, how people can uh, help. And I'm sure our listeners uh, would want to go out and help you um, achieve uh, more and more. And I, I look at your list of awards and book features and you have been um, 
awarded by a lot of people. Uh, you have been able to meet a lot of dignitaries. I saw your picture with Mr. Sachin Tendulkar also, uh, who gave you an award, I think, for uh, Mumbai Marathon uh, a few years ago. Is that correct? Yeah. Uh, he celebrated me twice. Once, Basai Virar Marathon, twice in IDJ Federal Marathon, that is also international marathon organized by NED. Again, I was having my, you can say I got the chance of running with Milan Soman, the model mm -hmm. under, and I shared the stage in Nasik with Vicky Kaushal, the Uri man. Right. Exactly. So the, this gives you opportunity to uh, go out, um, explore, and also also meet all these uh, great and inspiring people in in their own arena. So so heads heads off to that. Uh, you have been mentioned in various books like Unstoppable, They Inspire, Livement, uh, things like that. So tell us about uh, some of these books and. Uh, I'm sure our uh, people, I, I would like to go and read some of these books also. Are they only on running or are they on uh, general aspects of life, these books? No, un Unstoppable is on only running. Okay. been covered in that uh, book and I am one of them. And they have covered my story in say about 13 pages. Okay. And that was published in 2016. Then in 2018, they inspired. There was a series of 42 runners, and I was one of them. And there are many other books also in which I have featured. So, main case is about a international magazine, I think so. And it is general magazine in which I have featured. And there is a magazine, Harmony, by Reliance. I also featured in that also, and you can say that there are many other books. There is a organization called Ability in Bangalore or Chennai, I think so. So they have covered my story in that also. So when the people come to know about me, they try to contact me and they try to feature me in their uh, books also. No, definitely uh, such a, a great inspirational story and um, you have definitely inspired me and uh, a lot of our uh, fellow listeners would, would agree that nothing is impossible, uh, especially after listening to uh, you. Hopefully we can inspire a new generation of runners and trackers. Uh, you have been uh, doing swimming as well uh, and I, I read uh, you have won various medals in swimming. Tell us a little bit about your swimming exploits. Again, in 2004, the turning point of my life. In the month of February, I started running. In the month of May, I started trekking. In the month of October, I swam and qualified myself for the All India Swimming Competition for Disabled. And I participated in 50 meters freestyle. When I jumped into the water, I thought I'll be the last person to complete it. But to my surprise, when I climbed the 50 meters stretch, I came to know that I was the winner of the game. Oh. 
in 2005, I won a, won a silver medal in freestyle 50 meters. In 2007, I won a bronze medal in 50 meters breaststroke. Wow! So uh, you have uh, you have done a, uh, quite a lot of events in in swimming as well and athletics. Uh, uh, that is a total all-round performance. Uh, really, truly inspiring. And we we are almost uh, thirty minutes into our call, so I wouldn't want to uh, take a lot more of your time. Do you have any parting message for our listeners um, in general who, who want to run or in general in life? I mean, you already inspired me so much uh, that nothing is impossible. Basically, that's what I feel after talking to you. Do you want to give a parting message to our listeners? I I describe it as impossible. It is not impossible. It is I am possible. Definitely, I am possible. So, listeners, uh, as you can see, uh, Chawlaji says, "I am possible, and anything is possible if you are determined and if you set targets and goals. Um, then, I think once you start uh, doing something, the world will uh, also start helping you, and Almighty has His own way of helping you out. So, go out there and conquer the world." Thank you so much, uh, Amarjit Singhji, for spending the time with us. Uh, I wish you all the best of health and happiness and success in your endeavors. And it was great talking to you. Thank you.